On a beautiful Saturday morning, time once again for our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Denny. How are things going? Things are going really well. Thanks for asking. I hope uh, you are doing the same, and uh, hope you have some nice plans today. Yes, I do, and they are. I mean, why not enjoy these last waning days of summer? Yes, to the for max. sure. Absolutely. What are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about three things today. First of all, I thought I ought to update everybody on a couple of things going on in the wine world. There is a very, very dire shortage of good champagne. Things like Vouve Clicquot, Dom Perignon, Moet and Chandon, Libro Durer uh, are all in very, very short supply. So if you see any uh, and you want to, it's not too early to pre-plan for the holiday short supply. So if you see any uh, and you want to, it's not too early to pre-plan for the holidays because of this champagne shortage. It's a combination of supply and demand and a couple of very lean vintages in a row that have produced this champagne shortage. It'll undoubtedly rectify itself in the next year or so, but at the moment, those are in very short supply, and uh, really the grand marks of champagne are more affected. There's plenty of champagne out there, and sparkling wine, there's an ocean of. So it's not... Uh, a dire thing, but if you are a big fan of one of those big brand names uh, and you want to have it even for New Year's Eve, it isn't too early to think about that now. The other interesting thing that's going on in the wine world, and a lot of people probably have noticed it, is there's an acute shortage of New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. This isn't affected any of the Sauvignon Blancs anywhere else in the world, but New Zealand Sauvignon Blancs, uh, the last couple of vintages have been down in double digits. In fact, the last crop was down almost 30%. So a lot of people's favorites, such as Kim Crawford, etc., aren't so readily available. And you probably notice the prices inching up on those because of the shortage. So those are the two things that are happening in the wine world uh, that I thought of folks might be interested in. But today I thought I'm going to talk about one of the areas of the wine world that's very, very seldom talked about, and it's a shame it's overlooked because it's great wine and good values, and that is white Bordeaux. White Bordeaux, you know, comes from the area of Bordeaux, and Bordeaux produces tons, millions of cases of wine every year. But 89, well, I'm, I'm sorry, 92% of that is red. Only 8% is white, and but that's a lot of cases that white. But and it's really divided into two types of white wine: sweet and dry. And in the sweet wine category, in my opinion, Bordeaux takes the cake for the whole world. Their Chateau Yaquem is perhaps it's their number one sweet wine. It's a sauterne, and in no question about it. It's the most complex, amazing wine I have ever drunk in my whole life. And most people say that. Uh, it's very, very sweet, and a little bit goes a long way. Uh, you can open a bottle of Yakem and very, very handily serve a dinner party of 12 to 15 people, because you only want an ounce or two of that anyway. It's really just terrific. And what they have done in white Bordeaux, in my opinion, is perfected the art of blending. 
all Bordeaux are blended. When you get by a bottle of red Bordeaux, it's a blend of Merlot, Cabernet, Cabernet Franc, used to be a little Malbec, etc. But the, the Bordelais are just fantastic at blending. And they've done a remarkable job. And the white wines, uh, they blend Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc. And, of course, for you Sauvignon Blanc lovers, the home of Sauvignon Blanc is unquestionably Bordeaux, just as the home of Cabernet Sauvignon is Bordeaux. They, uh, through DNA testing and all that, they've established that those two varietals originated in Bordeaux. And when we're talking about white Bordeaux, they're brilliant because the Semillon gives a lot of balance to that Sauvignon Blanc's crispness. Uh, the Semillon gives it a roundness and a fullness in the mouth a kind of a peachy flavor, if you will, yeah, that comes from that semillon after you've had your first sip and that taste that's in your mouth. It's kind of a combination of peaches and nuts, and it's just wonderful. And so in perfecting the blending, they have gotten very, very good at producing remarkable wines uh, from in all types of varieties, whether you want it real dry, bone dry, whether you want it crisp, mouth-filling, etc. Uh, as I say, the Bordelais have been blending forever, and they've gotten very good at blending uh, Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc to produce fantastic wines. Some of the inexpensive areas of uh, white Bordeaux would be Entre du Mer. That literally translates between the two seas. Well, it's not between two seas, it's between two rivers, the Garonne and the Dordogne. But those little Entre du Mers are just wonderful wine at very, very good prices and that go with so many different foods. There, there's really a lot of good reasons to be drinking a white Bordeaux. Uh, first and foremost, it's a fabulous, fabulous value. And uh, that, to me, is the most important thing you're kind of getting a Louis Vuitton bag at a target price uh, when you're looking at white Bordeaux. The value there is incredible. Between the 10 and $20 range, white Bordeaux can reward anybody. Even the $10 ones are really worth looking at. And it's often said that it's the most crowd-pleasing uh, type of wine in the world, and I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, we've, you've heard me mention in the past... We've done an experiment a couple of times for big parties, started with white Bordeaux, and everyone is always, well, this is very unusual wine, and I like it. And what, what's not to like? As I said, the blend of that Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc, they tame that herbaceousness of Sauvignon Blanc in Bordeaux with the induction of the Semillon. They use a little of a third grape, Muscadel, and the Muscadel is no relation to the Muscatel that we're familiar with, uh, but primarily it's the Sauvignon Blanc and the Semillon that are used in blended. And this uh, is really the art of the winemaker, to be able to blend those two grape types and produce all these different types of wine. And uh, if you love white Burgundy, and who doesn't, uh, why not try a white Bordeaux? I think you'd be surprised. Uh, the they're totally different wines, but they offer offer an awful lot of similarities. And, of course, uh, a white burgundy is going to cost you a 
heck of a lot more money than a white Bordeaux. The white Bordeaux are really good value. And there's so many wonderful food combinations with white Bordeaux that other things don't go as well with. Um, for example, arugula, uh, uh, Parmesan cheese, anything that's citrusy, lemony, limey, white Bordeaux goes just perfectly with it. Asparagus is almost nearly impossible to pick a wine that goes with that, but white Bordeaux will fill the bill very nicely. Any kind of shellfish, and no matter how it's prepared, for example, crab risotto, white Bordeaux just goes perfectly with that. You like sushi? Try a uh, a white Bordeaux. You'll be just flabbergasted at how well that goes with sushi. It's just a, a marriage made in heaven. Also with basil. The herb basil tastes so good with a white Bordeaux. And, of course, the foundation of pesto is basil. So if you have anything with pesto, try a white Bordeaux. It, it really is remarkable. If you uh, hunting season is coming up, and if you get dove or partridge, white Bordeaux goes very, very well with both dove and partridge. And fish like halibut and cod, just beg for Bordeaux. I remember we had a dinner once where they served Finn and Hattie. Now, Finn and Hattie is nothing more than smoked cod and potatoes. And that smoked cod just went perfectly with a white grave called Gravi Lacoste. And uh, it's hard to pair with smoked fish uh, and uh, a white wine that'll enhance the flavor of the fish. Well, white Bordeaux does that. A good grave. And that's an area of white Bordeaux, which is the best area of uh, white Bordeaux, dry white Bordeaux, in my opinion. And it's called Pesach. And uh, the whole Graves region accompanies Pesach, but the best come from Pesach. Uh, a good Graves just cries for lobster. Uh, anytime I ever have lobster, which unfortunately isn't terribly often, but when we have it, we always have a white Bordeaux uh, because it's so good. One of my favorite white Bordeaux, that's a little on the spendy side, is Chateau Carboneau. And it is a Grave and a Pesac and a wonderful, wonderful wine. In fact, there's an amusing story about Chateau Carboneau. At one time, it was owned by the French ambassador to the court of the Sultan of, uh, in Constantinople. And uh, the ambassador had the, his wine from his property shipped as Carboneau. And he told the sultan that it was a mineral water from France. And the sultan drank it and loved it. And the, the ambassador always had to send him cases of it. Because he said, with wonderful mineral water like this, I don't understand why you French drink white wine. Well, that's Chateau Carboneau. And as I said, if I am fortunate enough to have a lobster... That Chateau Carboneau is an indulgent wine, but it is spectacular. You just don't forget it. And you know, the great Sauternes of the world, uh, and Sauternes is another region of Bordeaux, uh, and it's of the white wine area. <clears throat> In fact, it's part of Pesec, uh Produces the most remarkable wine. I mentioned Chateau Yquem, which is the most complex and interesting of the wines in the world, even though it's very, very sweet. They make a dry one called Chateau Y. Now, it's outrageously expensive, but uh, several of the sauterne makers, Chateau Girard and Chateau Coutet, both make dry white wines that, you, if you have the opportunity to try them, 
do so because they, as I said, it's the art of the blending, and when they can blend that wonderful sauterne uh, to produce such a remarkable, delicious sweet wine, they do a pretty darn good job of producing a dry white table wine. You know, the Bordelais themselves have been a little bit responsible for uh, white wines of Bordeaux not being very popular. I don't know how many times I've gone to dinners in Bordeaux with the great chateaus, and you start out with sparkling wine or white burgundy, and they don't showcase their own wines. Uh, I think I've told the story before about the time at Chateau Clark, we had a rosé, and everybody raved about it. It was still delicious, and they never offered it commercially before. Uh, they said, well, we make this for the house. And anyhow, we were lucky to get some. And, we, uh, and we've been carrying it ever since. But uh, the idea of the Bordelais not promoting, they promote, they only think red wine. They don't even think white wine. And many of them make great ones, the same people that make, uh, for example, maybe the best dry white Bordeaux is Chateau Aubryon Blanc. Well, probably most people don't even know that Aubryon made a white wine, even wine aficionados, because they drink the Aubryon Rouge, which is a you know wonderful bottle of wine, thousands of dollars a bottle, etc. And the Aubryon Blanc is way up there, too, in price. But some say it's the most complex and best of all the uh, white wines from Bordeaux. I don't know whether that's true, but it certainly has a fabulous, fabulous reputation. But uh, you don't have to find the wines that have those fabulous reputations. As I said, the good news about White Porto is there's loads and loads of wine that are in that 10 to $20 price range <coughs> that are just remarkable. And like I said, with a little nip in the air, maybe it's time to, if you, you hear about the ABCs, anything but Chardonnay, try a White Bordeaux, because it, it really is a remarkable wine-producing area. The wines they produce are very interesting. They're complex, and they go well with so many foods. As I said uh, when I started out here, who would think that sushi uh, would go well with White Bordeaux? But try it. It really indeed does. Uh, but I think you get the idea. There's lots and lots of wonderful wine coming out of Bordeaux at wonderful prices, and uh, we're just not picking up on it uh, because people think of Bordeaux and they naturally think of red wine and don't even give a thought to the white wine. And like I said, don't feel badly about that because the Bordelais are uh, bad at that themselves. They never promote their own white wines, but they're always promoting the red wines, and, and incidentally, the red wines of Bordeaux, of the lesser-known ones, are great values, too. Uh, and they can attribute that all to the art of blending, because in Bordeaux, they blend the wines, and they've been doing it for hundreds of years, maybe even thousands, uh, but a long time, that's for sure. And they've been making white wine uh, for a long time, and we overlook it. you know. And if you're looking for light style with citrusy and a floral nose, and then a peachy aftertaste, look no further than a white Bordeaux. You'll be absolutely delighted, and the best thing about it is your pocketbook will be delighted as well. All right, and I know where you can find that, right, at any Haskell's location. Yes, the folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine, and whether it's talking about red Bordeaux or white Bordeaux or uh, just your favorite Cabernet from California, They've got 
a marvelous selection, not only of white Bordeaux, but of every wine from every region in the world. And they can pair the wine with whatever you're serving, and best of all, they'll pair it at a wine that's very affordable. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine, Haskell's in Bloomington, and best of all, they'll pair it at a wine that's very affordable. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine, Haskell's in Bloomington, there's a Haskell's in Excelsior, right at the Excelsior Dock, in Fairbow, Haskell's is right off of 35, our Maple Grove Supercellar is not to be missed. It's extraordinary. Saturday's a good day to visit the vineyards of the world up at Maple Grove. In Minneapolis, we have free parking on both Saturday and Sunday. There's a Haskell's in Minnetonka, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com or visit us online. You can have curb pickup. Or we don't forget, we do deliver all over the metropolitan area. So just call the folks at Haskell's, and they can take care of all your wine needs. Fantastic. Jack, let's talk next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Jack Farrell from Haskell's.